forever. Dog. Death and devotion in a small town. This week on the podcast, Christopher Pike's The Execution of Innocence. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are covering Execution of Innocence by Christopher Pike. Yeah. Woo! Pike. Pike, Pike, Pike. We're back to it, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yesterday was his birthday. I know. Happy belated. Happy but belated, Senior Pike. By the time this comes out, it would be... Last week. Yes. Last week. But... That's still how time works. For us. For us. It was yesterday. <laughs> um, welcome to last week, everybody. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday last week. Um, so do you want me to or do you do you want to read the back of the book? Yes, yes, I will. Cause I have the book. I have the book somewhere in my home, <laughs> but unknown the specific location. <laughs> Hard to say. Hard to uh, say. The back of the book is a kind of a liar or just very like not representing what the book is at all yeah i remember thinking that as well yeah all right here we go charlie just lost his cool charlie loved mary loved her with all his heart they were the happy couple the one that people at school pointed to with envy but then mary makes a mistake a small mistake with another guy and charlie loses it and someone dies now charlie is a hunted man and mary is an outcast but what really happened that dark night when love and rage shook hands on a deserted street? Only God knows, and maybe Charlie. That book sounds fun, too. It does, just different. It's just not just this different. book. It's just, just not different. this book. Yeah. It's yeah. very strange how not this book it is. Um, I went, I, I experienced quite the emotional roller coaster while reading this book. Yes, you did. And I got to be a part of it a little bit. Yes. Well, because I was really worried about what was going to happen with it. Yeah, sure. Um, just because a trope in YA pulp, especially in the 80s and 90s, is you better watch out straights because those gays, they're going to be obsessed with you and be a killer. <laughs> um, and it's all this like panic. And you think maybe the it, it might be the situation because like it – it kind of seems like it. Well, the problem is just the state of things in 1997. It's like this is a very valid story to tell. Mm -hmm. It's just that at the time, it's like you have so little other representation, representation yeah. that if it's all like they're crazy or they're like broken or they're sick in some way. Yeah. Then. That's not great. Yeah. But he does, you know, insert that line. He inserts that line. That line, that that, line that made me carries feel a the lot weight of this book. And it, honestly, it changed. It, it made me feel much less panicked. Mm -hmm. I know. Because you were like texting like, should we talk about this book? I know. Well, because I was worried. Because I didn't. Yeah. Because we don't want to like add to bad representation but it yeah. turns out that this was fine yeah it turns out it was fine because it's just, fine I you think guys everything's fine it was fine and i think honestly if it were made today it could actually kind of have that um it would be you know we could twist it a little bit where like it would have that jennifer's body kind of feel to it which is yes. like yeah which is like really uh, you know if, if we kind of twist it a little bit so that and I think it does make the story more interesting if Mary does kind of feel this pull towards um, what's her name, Hannah, towards Hannah, because yeah, Hannah I'm is so, alluring. She's really interesting, but it also like it's. I mean, I guess it's usual length, but it felt short. Mm -hmm. It left me wanting more. Yeah. Um. And specifically more of Mary and Hannah's friendship because it was sort of, they were treated as though they were friends, like best friends. 
Yeah, but, but it definitely were not, seemed but like it a relationship. Specifically yeah. said, like, oh, they don't only hung out a couple times, but weren't actually that great of friends. And then all of a sudden, it's like Hannah's in love with Mary and obsessed with Mary, and it, it's interesting because that is it, it's not like she had to know her really well, especially in high school. You get infatuated with people and obsessed with mm-hmm. them because mm-hmm. like one time they passed you a pencil and they seemed cool. Yeah. Um, But it could have used either, either they had been best friends forever or I, I wanted a little bit more of Hannah's like sudden obsession. Well, and like <clears throat> I would have liked if, um, if Mary like their 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 relationship it becomes very strong very quickly um and i i think and i think that maybe this is just like uh if this book were written now i think we would maybe see uh mary kind of like be drawn in by by um shit what is her name again <laughs> hannah hannah sorry I, it's been a really long time since i read this book um and her name is not in the in the description, so yes, I was like, ah. <laughs> um, like because Hannah to me as a reader, I was like, damn, I want more of Hannah. She's so like sad and interesting and cool and like, yeah, she's got this whole story. She's boy girl twins. They're weird. She's mm-hmm. they are weird. <laughs> she's a twin. Her and her brother Richard, um, aka Dick are rich they're the children of the the rich man in this very small town and the father really only likes <laughs> the father really only likes dick and <laughs> um hannah is like reminds him too much of their mother who he possibly had killed yeah and he and and it's weird because he's like Dick does what he's supposed to. He's responsible. He's this. He's that. And Hannah's so irresponsible. I don't even know what she's doing with her life. Blah blah blah. And it's interesting because he see, he says that if it's fa- as if it's fact. But from what I, don't see that. I saw, I was like, <laughs> she seems fine. Like she, she seems, seems like really self assured. Yeah, and Dick kind of seems like a little douchebag because that was the other thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, okay, were you a little bit I I was mad at Charlie for for getting mad at Mary. Like, I understand him getting mad at her for going to the dance with. Well, he was getting played by Hannah. Uh, Hannah was telling him stuff that did. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Hannah was making it seem like Mary and Dick like had sex in the parking lot after the Sadie Hawkins dance instead of. Poor Mary, like fighting Dick off. Yeah, because I was very relieved that it was treated as attempted date rape. Yeah, I I like that she and she even said to him like last time I hung out with you, you tried to rape me. Like she is like I tried to seduce you, and she's like same diff. Well, that was the thing. She was like, you need to learn the difference. Like that was really cool. I liked that she was like. There's a difference between seducing someone and raping them. And I feel like a lot of people that have problematic behavior don't know that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? Am I just not supposed to? Am I just not supposed like, to oh, flirt it's with scary girls? time to be a guy. <laughs> like, um, you just mm. like, you can be pretty. It's pretty obvious. If they're pushing you away, that's not a seduction. Yeah. If they're like, yeah. ooh, hello, that's a seduction. Mm-hmm. Seduction isn't talking someone into it. Or like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like a fight. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, you know, there's a difference. And if you don't know it, that's a problem. Yep. Um. Yep, yep, yep. So I liked that she called him out and that she said that. I thought that was like pretty progressive of like, you know, in the 90s, I feel like people were still being like, it's all about the chase, you know, mm-hmm. which I was like, props, Christopher Pike, knowing yeah. that, knowing how to have this character say that. Especially having been with you from Slumber Party on, what a progression. Yeah. You know, we love to see somebody grow. Um, and he did grow pretty quickly because already by Spellbound, it was like very clear oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. There was really a fast. Mm-hmm. Really fast. Um, 
And that's okay. This is the thing about the back of the book. It's like Mary makes a mistake, a small mistake with another guy. It sounds like she's cheated on him. <laughs> Which she doesn't. She certainly is. She certainly did. I mean, actually, <laughs> sort of. It's like, yeah, Mary did make a mistake, a small mistake. <laughs> yeah. Her mistake was that this, so this asshole dick is like, hey, I know you're trying to get into Stanford and like while your grades are pretty good, they're not Stanford good. And you've got, she got like what, 1,200 on her SATs, which is like not that impressive. Yeah. And her GPA is like 3.7, which is like not it's all that like impressive. It's good, but it's not Stanford. No. And so he's no. like, well, my dad's really rich and connected to everybody. Even though he went to USC, I'm sure he could help if you... <laughs> Go to Sadie Hawkins with me, which is not the point of Sadie Hawkins. No, <laughs> no, you then, can't um, uh, yeah. blackmail somebody into yeah. going to Sadie Hawkins with you. <laughs> it's the opposite. It's, it's the, the opposite, opposite sir. Uh -huh. um, this is our time. Uh -huh. we get one our dance a year for yeah. us. Let us blackmail you into going yes, to dances with thank us. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so he's like, uh, go to Sadie Hawkins with me and I'll help get you into Stanford. And I was like, Mary, what are you doing? Yeah, no. This is a terrible plan. But so she's like, fine, but we're, it's as friends. Like, I am not, even though we're not friends, I'm not kissing you. I am not having sex with you. And he's mm -hmm. like, whatever, we'll see. And then she has this meeting with the dad, and the dad's like, yeah, whatever. Maybe I'll try to help you. Get yeah, you he was Stanford. like, also, he's like, I don't really know the guy that well, the dean of Stanford. He's like, um, I have to basically like ask for a favor, which means he's going to want something from me. Mm -hmm. So, like, you have to make it worth it uh, and just like do what Dick says or, you know, whatever. Bye. Yeah. And she's like, that was weird. <laughs> oh, also, he's like, my daughter sucks. My son is great. Goodbye. Yeah. And she hangs out with Hannah briefly before it. she has the date. And Hannah is basically like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Dick is going to go after what he wants, and he's not going to be happy with just the dance. And Mary's like, yeah, I know. And she still does it. So she is making a mistake, but she is not cheating on charlie but she's hiding this from him it's still not good yeah. it's not a good relationship behavior i love so the thing i love about this protagonist um and it's it, is that she's flawed in a way that we don't often see in female protagonists um and i actually want to make a comparison with it to the great which is like somebody whose biggest flaw is their ambition which I I feel like that's often gendered male mm -hmm. um, when like um, I, I maybe it's just because I find it very relatable that like I I often find get to be our flaw. No. Yeah. When in my life personally, like that is a, a thing that I often butt up against, which is like, Kelly, you need to calm down. Like you need to calm down. You need to calm down. But like my <laughs> ambition is just constantly like something that's like pushing me and fucking pushing me. and. Um, I often get afraid of like, and it's not even ambition. And, and I think it's in the same way as like in the great or like even kind of this where it's like, I mean, actually maybe less in, in this, maybe I'm just talking about the great, but <laughs> where like it's not, show. it was great. It was so the good. Great is um, great. The great is great. Uh, where it's not like I need ambition. Uh, I, I have this ambition because I need she's not like oh i need the title of the queen of 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 russia it's that she's like i am i feel like i'm something great and i think i am i do but everybody thinks they're great so like are you delusional or are you not you know mm -hmm. so like that's something that i feel a lot where i'm like okay you're delusional be but everybody's delusional in this industry so that is what it is so so i mean i just maybe just keep being fucking crazy and ambitious and and like, you know, leaving a fucking trail of fire uh, behind you. Mm -hmm. So I liked that Mary had this, like for a high school, for a story about a high school girl who, the, yes, like a lot of things that happened are like a lot of the bad things that happen in the book are like, like the detritus of her actions is romance related. But like her main goal here 
is she's like, I got to get to Stanford. I really, yeah. I'm going to go. I need to. Because her parents went there. So she, right? Why can't her parents help her get in? Yeah, I don't know. I guess they don't have pull. But that would weigh in her favor, right? A legacy yeah. entry? Yeah. Or maybe Stanford doesn't do that. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, it does. Stanford? Come on. They they love nepotism. All rich don't people they? love nepotism. Yeah, rich of the total students, nearly 18% of class of 2023 are legacy students or relatives who donated Jesus. or came from a family who donated to Stanford. There's a lot of fucking trash at Stanford. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking asshole trash that didn't deserve it. Yeah. Well, they may have been fine. I mean, sure. I don't know I'm sure saying. some people deserve it. What, like not all nepotism is bad? Is that what we're going to do? Hashtag not all nepotism? Well, if nepotism gets Mary in, who we like, we like Mary. That's true. We do like Mary. We want Mary to get into Stanford. So, we do want you know, Mary like to- it doesn't count when it's someone you like. I just feel and like if you're going to do nepotism, you need to do it with somebody that that like your name is on the fucking line. I don't know. I'm sorry. I get mad about nepotism because usually it's just to give like some fucking like white dude's friend who's also a yeah, white no, dude. Yeah, no nepotism's bad. A job. But yeah. like if I were in charge and I had nepotism, I, I would give I would give dope <laughs> people stuff. I I would I would I, there are a lot of friends I have that I would not fucking recommend cuz I'm like my name's on the line and that mm-hmm. person is nice. Mhm. Period. <laughs> That's what I have to say about them. Yep. Oh, see, see how terrible I sound. This is the ambition thing I'm talking. But your your name is on the line, and so like, why would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so Mary and Hannah are okay, dude. Seriously, I could have had like seventy five percent more scenes with them. Yeah, I just needed. I needed a little bit more with them because Hannah's obsession with Mary is driving the whole book. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Except for that one scene of them in the woods drinking. Yes. Which was awesome. Awesome. Cause and, and that was the thing too, is that like I feel like as a reader, at least I was like very entranced by Hannah. And I would have liked to see Mary because Hannah's not I mean she 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 in her pursuit of Mary like does very deplorable things but like I wish that that there was more of a seed there you know mm-hmm. of her being like oh well there I was getting something from Mary that made me think and maybe Mary was feeling something from me I don't know but like rather than just like she was kind of nice to me there was that moment where she takes off all her clothes in the woods I was going to say, I, I'd like to read this section just yes, because I please, like because it was very good. Um, so she's, I'll skip around a little bit. Um, they're talking, and this is, this is what I mean where I'm like, oh, it seems to come out of nowhere, is she like runs into Hannah um, after Dick has asked her to go to the dance forced her to ask him to go to the dance. Um, so she runs into her, says she and Hannah were friends, but not especially close. They had hung out a few times at the movies or stores, but had never developed any continuity to their relationship. Mary liked Hannah and wondered if it would be wiser going through her to get to Mr. Spelling. Hannah immediately crushed that possibility after Mary told her what Dick offered to do. Um, so then Hannah's like, yeah, my dad's not going to listen to me on that you better stick with dick except that like he sucks and is definitely going to try to get more from you and they talk a little bit and so the only reason they're hanging out is because of this dance thing Mm -hmm. um so they go they go and hang out down by the crossroads as it's Mm -hmm. called which is just a spot out in the woods five miles from town where two nondescript roads crossed um and they're drinking Seagram Seven, mm-hmm. and they're talking. And she's uh, Mary's telling Hannah about uh, sleeping with Charlie and how much she loves him. And um, they're getting drunk, 
And I really just liked how Mary's um, inner monologue changed as she got drunk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) She got like dumber and giggly. Um, I just thought this whole section was really well written. Um, And then Hannah starts telling her that she slept with 10 guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mary was amazed. Which 10? Mark Stradler, Luke Carney, Peter Frazier, Jerry Rodriguez, Peter Fletch. The others you don't know. Unbelievable. How is Luke like the others? Ten male bodies in a row. Jesus, how are the others? Hannah tapped Ash off her boot. They were not what I wanted. The whiskey bottle fell out of Mary's hand and leaked brown liquid on the snow. She made no effort to jump off the car to pick it up. Hannah was trying to tell her something important, and she wanted to listen closely to be a good friend. But she needed to speak her mind as well. It's because you weren't in love, Mary said. Oh, my God. Her being so, like, just silly about the love thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I know she loves Charlie, but she's, like, also very annoying about it. She is, but she's also drunk. She's drunk. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah. uh, It's very, like, drunk girl in a bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says, it's because you weren't in love. When you're in love, it's beautiful. When you're in love, it's not just dirty, filthy sex. Loveless sex has no true spiritual meaning deep inside your soul, but love makes everything totally cool. (laughs) Love is God's special gift to horny teenage girls and boys. It makes them feel less less guilty. Hannah continued to smoke as if she needed a nicotine transfusion. Did you feel guilty about screwing Charlie? She asked. Mary tried to remember. Nah, just a little. When my parents came home from their Christmas party, I couldn't stop giggling. Then I felt like I should feel guilty, but I was so happy I didn't really give a damn. Did you feel guilty after screwing half the town? Hannah smiled briefly. It wasn't half the town, only a quarter. (laughs) She gestured to the snow-covered trees with the glowing tip of her cigarette, and Mary thought she saw something bothering Hannah in her eyes. Her friend's next question was not normal. Do you ever feel like running naked through the snow? She asked. Mary didn't have to think about that one. No. (laughs) Hannah pushed herself off the hood of the car and stood. I feel like it. Not you'll catch cold. I thought it was very funny that she said not. Just not. Twice. I know. Not. <laughs> Hannah began to unbutton her coat. My blood is on fire. I won't get cold. Mary just sat and watched her undress. You must be drunk, she said finally. Hannah stepped out of her underwear and modeled for Mary. Do you think I'm sexy? She asked as if she. <laughs> I did not understand this line. But what was it? She asked as if she were Rod Stewart or maybe his latest wife. Oh. And then here's the part where I was like. Christopher Pike, what are you talking about? (laughs) Mary couldn't help noticing that the answer to the question was a definite yes. Hannah had an awesome body, bouncy tits out to the trees, and an ass as smooth and white as Frosty the Snowman's illegitimate mistress. And I was like, huh? Oh. What does that mean? (laughs) I mean, I get it. I get it. I know what you're going for. It's very pulpy. It's fun. Yeah, I like it. Amazing, Mary thought. But why was she being asked to look at a naked girl when she was a girl and really liked looking at naked boys? Charlie, in particular, lying in her bed half asleep. Nothing Hannah was doing made sense, especially when Hannah bolted into the trees and began to kick up snow with her bare feet and legs. Mary slid off the hood and struggled with the recent earth changes as she called out to Hannah. Hey, Hannah, she said, you can't do that. You'll freeze. Hannah didn't answer, but continued to run wild through the forest, circling the crossroads, leaving tracks in the snow. Deer tracks, Mary thought in a moment of clarity. A hunted deer. Hannah didn't stop for a good 20 minutes. When she finally plopped down on her back in a nearby snowdrift, Mary feared she was dead. By the time Mary was able to drag Hannah back into her car and get the heat cranked up all the way, Hannah was practically dead. A frozen corpse, a casualty of the times. The next day at school, they didn't even speak of it. So that's like just one moment. Yeah. And I can see if like somebody's... So Hannah is already like mentally unstable. And that's the real issue. I mean, to me, though, that doesn't seem unstable because to me in that moment, it's like she's trying so hard to communicate to Mary that she feels differently than most teens. Yes. And Mary that I mean, like the fact of Hannah is that she's mentally unstable. So I, I just mean like her this one thing, like all of a sudden she's in love with Mary. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But continue with what you were saying, because that's an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. Like, and then 
it's so funny. Like her struggling to find the vocabulary to communicate to Mary what she's trying to communicate, which is that she likes girls and that she likes Mary. And Mary being so steeped in like heteronormativity where she's like, why are you showing me your body when I'm a girl and you're a girl? <laughs> and I'm a but at the girl. same time, she's like, but she's really attractive. And so like there is a question of is there a latent thing in her? She doesn't even know because she's like, but I don't understand. If you're a girl, why would you show me your body if I'm a girl? I think that if she weren't drunk, Mary would have been a lot more on the ball. Mm-hmm. Mary would have been like, oh, Hannah's because it's like she's listening to Hannah. She's like, ooh, Hannah's trying to tell me something important, but I'm drunk and I'm trying to focus. Uh, yeah. I'm, like there's something, this is an important moment and I'm trying to be present for it, but I yeah. can't stop talking. Yeah. And there's also like, um, Hannah. It's like everything is like just dancing outside of Mary's line of sight. And she's like, I know it's there. Mm-hmm. I can't th- concentrate, though. And Mary, too, in that, or I'm sorry, Hannah, in that moment, the feeling like, so her trying to communicate this in, with both of their limited vocabulary, and then also Mary's drunk. And then her reaction to that, right, of feeling like cloistered and feeling like, um, con- confined by, you know, this like heteronormative thing, but then also like her lack of ability to to say what she wants to say is like, then she has this outburst of behavior that's mm-hmm. like ultimate freedom, right? She takes off her clothes and she runs off into the snow and just like- And it's such I, a teenage thing to it's be so like, teenage. I don't know, I, I like don't know what to do with this. I don't know how to express this. I'm going to do something like- wild and weird and crazy and big yeah yeah and i mean like yeah it 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 was such a cinematic moment to me too because i could see it all happening and i i was feeling like very emotional imagining this scene while i was reading it just because it was like i felt so much for 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 both of the characters in that moment and 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 the sadness there of like this person being very vulnerable and this other person just not understanding what they're seeing. Like that moment of this person being like, I'm trying to bear my soul to you and I'm so scared and I don't know how. And this other person just being like, what? And like not even understanding <laughs> well, that this person's like, I'm drowning right now. <laughs> like help me. And them yeah. not even realizing that. Like yeah. so that, I don't know. I thought that scene was really cool. And I think if we had a couple more like that, then, yes, yeah. Then I think Hannah that's what I'm would, saying. It's like I think yeah. that if if their relationship could have just been like for for lack of better words like thickened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or, or or had us like enter Hannah's state of mind a little bit more about this moment where it was like you like that was the closest I'd got to being able to express it and I felt this from you and I could feel this and 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 then I, I didn't want, you know, Dick to, you know, do anything to hurt you. But instead, it's like the whole rest of the book sort of treated as though they've been best, best friends all their lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that she's like always been in love with Mary. You touched on something interesting, which I think would have been cool to explore, which is the her fear that Dick is going to ruin this like he ruins everything and like he takes away the spotlight from her all the time and all he mm-hmm. has to do is exist and she's fucking running through the fucking snow and he's still outshining her. You know, I wonder if he had to cut some of the more overt lesbian like queer stuff story. Yeah, I like, can see that. I because I would have and I kept expecting this to come that Dick was doing it to fuck with Hannah. Mm-hmm. That like Dick knew, I because it is clear that Dick knows that a Hannah is gay and b Hannah likes Mary. Well, yeah, and Mary even is like, why is he so obsessed with me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like he really likes me. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing. I feel like yes, yeah. So it I feels kept like expecting that to come. Like Dick knew how much I cared about you. I had to get him out of the way. I had to get Charlie out of the way. That kind of a thing. But instead, it was just like sort of. 
like, well, why did you take it to this extreme? And I know, I mean, she took it to that extreme because she's, you know, she needs help. She's unstable. Mm -hmm. But uh, just like a little more zhuzhing. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And but I do wonder I, if maybe was that like, was taken out. I I thought this was like really well written, like very cool pulp, even though it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you know, I love a supernatural plot and nothing about this is supernatural and that's fine. But it is very, it's very pulpy and fun. It was. That way. And, and honestly, like I read this book so fast um, because I was truly like, I was enjoying the voice of the characters. And then once it came to the climax of the story, I was concerned because I didn't know what was going to happen. And after all of this, I had felt so much for Hannah. And the moment of her question demise, you know, is pretty sad if you think about it. And and Mary has to be pretty heartless to her. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that turn at the end. So I guess we should actually just say what the plot is because yeah, we have not <laughs> we have not sorry guys um well real quick i'm gonna read the first page mm -hmm. of the book because it is so like to get across that like hard-boiled pulp, pulp. Mm -hmm. um so it's it starts like this and it keeps flashing back and forth between the police station after um dick and and charlie are shot um, and then goes back, there are flashbacks, and then it meets in the present. Um, so it was a place of lies. The police knew that, that from bitter experience, a gray cubicle with glass for one wall and a locked door for another. It was, for lack of better words, called an interrogation room. The young woman who sat across the beige Formica top table from Lieutenant David Sharp and Lieutenant Stephen Riles looked as if she had already been interrogated by the father of all lies and copped a plea signed in warm blood. <laughs> it's like, hell it yeah. It was so good. I was like, oh shit, we're getting started. Yeah, yeah, yeah both cops, awesome. even before they gently but thoroughly tore into her, wanted to believe Mary Damon, largely because she looked so hurt and so cute. Pain and beauty in the same package, always a bestseller, even with cops as weary as Sharp and Riles. Oh my god! I kept reading them as yeah. Rizzoli and Isles, by the way, <laughs> because it was like Sharp and Isles. So I, like the whole time, I'd be like, "What are Rizzoli and Isles up to? <laughs> what are those two ladies up to?" Um, and then this line, I felt attacked. Mm. Sharp was the young, sexy one. Riles, the donut eater, pushing the fabled fat forty. And I was like, "How? Ouch! Dare ouch, you? Ouch! 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 How dare you do pushing forty at me now?" When I am this, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I forgive you. You'll forgive him, though. We always come crawling back. Um, la, 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 forgot what I was saying. Plot. Um, so, yeah, we start at the police station. Mary Damon is there. Hannah. What's the spelling? Spelling? I right? don't remember. Spelling. Don't remember. Um, Hannah's Spelling, yes, is there um, because her twin brother Dick Spelling has been murdered. Their father, Stephen Spelling, yelling at everybody because he's rich and he's like, I'm rich. I shouldn't be treated this way. And he's also very upset about his son being dead. Genuinely upset. Riles and Sharp questioning Mary. They know that something's up. Her story is too simple. There are too many gaps in time. Mary's or uh, Hannah's version matches too well and um when they check their hands to see because there were scratches on dick's arm when they check their hands to see if there's any skin cells they realize they've both washed their hands in lysol mm -hmm. and so they can't really get anything which is highly suspicious mm -hmm. um a gun is found they take them out there and i would like to know how realistic this is that you like they're like we found the gun let's take the suspects out there and see how think, they react i think you can do that if they are, are like in your custody but i don't know At that this they point were. they weren't yeah they were just so like they hey, just went along a with favor it. well here's yeah. the thing you can you the cops can ask you to do anything and if you say yes that's that like consent that is legal that makes like anything that's legal. true 
That's so true. So basically, like a cop can ask you to be like, hey, confess that you did this. And if you say, okay, and then confess, yeah. <laughs> even if it's not you, like that's so they agree to go out. And that was the thing that, um, ah, Mary, 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 when they're like, we found Quite the contrary. weapon. They're like, we found the we found the weapon at the scene. And she's like, oh, where uh-huh. we found the bodies. And she goes, oh, over by like the railway tracks or wherever. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, we didn't say that was where. And she's like, mm, it, interesting. Did you not? <laughs> okay. Uh, I could have sworn I heard you say that. Um, you real note. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Rashomon. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they go out there. Mary's getting shiftier and shiftier. Hannah is to- like now is showing no remorse about like no sadness about her brother getting more and more bitchy by the second. And they're like, this is very weird. And she's like, well, you can't hold us unless you uh, arrest us. And they're like, okay, you're arrested. And she's like, this won't stand. <laughs> they find, so where Dick was, they find some of his blood, but then they follow some footprints and they find like two more puddles of blood. Mm-hmm. Like interesting because they have been saying like, oh yeah, Dick was shot. We don't know where Charlie is. Charlie being Mary's boyfriend, obviously. We don't know where Charlie is. That's the story. And so now it's looking like Charlie probably died too and his body is missing. They go back. They have to release the girls because now they have found that the blood type in Mary's, the blood in Mary's hair is her own. And the they have two blood types of the puddles they found. One is Dick's blood type. The other is Charlie's blood type. So now they're very sure that Charlie is dead. It's also interesting, like, that they're doing the blood type thing instead of DNA for, um, because it's just like a 90s thing. Like, people still did not trust DNA back then. So they were like, blood type. Well, I think at this point, it's a time constraint. Well, yeah, I mean, I think now they can do it a lot faster. But back then it was like. They're like, we have to send it to the lab in Switzerland. (laughs) (laughs) The Um, blood type specialists. Yeah. And I did think, I was like, why is it taking hours to type some blood? I know. I know. Um, so they have to release them. Mary and Hannah go to a diner. And now we get the full story of what ha- happened. And Mary's like freaking out. And Hannah's like, just mm-hmm. shut up. Shut up. Yeah. So what had happened was after Mary agreed to go to the dance with Dick, Hannah told Charlie what happened Charlie got riled up went and broke up with Mary called her a whore Mary got really upset was like how how could he possibly call me that when he loves me I'm so angry at him I could kill him I want to kill him I love him so much I want him to take me back I hate everything I hate Dick I hate everything and Hannah's like I know let's play a prank oh my god also here's where it started to break down for me I was like what well, also the fact that Mary was like, sure, let's go along with it. I was like, girl, girl, why would you, why is a prank the answer? Oh, also, Murder pranks are never the answer. Someone is listening in on this and it is the oh best character. I, I I would die for this MVP, character. MVP. MVP. Linda. Linda the, something. Linda is the, is the greatest, best. maybe the best written character of all time. Of all time. I love Linda so much. Like her just being like, hey, I'm so like constantly chonking on some popcorn or some shit. Donuts or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, so uh, I overheard at the place that uh, at the diner that, you know, they conspired to kill uh, both the guys. And then the cops would be like, really? Other teenager who wants to be important. Yeah. And the the cops are like, really? And she's like, well, no, uh, no, I just heard one of them say it. She, I mean, she's insane. <laughs> the, her, Let me see if I can find where she comes in. Her moments her, are so good. She, she is all over the place. Um, she like keeps changing her. Basically, she watches like daytime talk shows and court TV shows, and is like, I get it, and I want to be famous. <laughs> So she comes in. Her name was Linda Hop, and she acted as if she were bursting to talk to them. On the short side, with her thin, dark hair tied up with a steel pin that could have been classified as a dangerous weapon if it were any bigger, she looked like she knew something that could harm Mary or Hannah. 
Sharp and Riles were quick to usher her into a little office to talk to her. They turned on the tape recorder after Linda said it was okay. Are you two like detectives? She asked. <laughs> yes, Sharp replied. We're both lieutenants. Oh, that's so cool. I bet you carry guns and everything. And we keep them loaded. How did you hear about Richard Spelling's death? It's all over town. It's the middle of the night. It doesn't matter. Dick was a big dick. But, I mean, he was school president. And to get wasted like that, it's so cool. I mean, it's so dramatic. Like, the guy is only 18 or whatever, and he has a bullet in his brain. <laughs> she was so funny. <laughs> there was one moment where they run into her, and she, like, the way she, because she would end, like, sections a lot of times, mm -hmm. like, of the book. And just, like, her little one-liners at the end of those sections are always so fucking funny. See if you can find one of them because they're so like they're just so like she's like, oh, I don't know. Like she just has no. She she keeps jumping around. Like, let me see, I let me get to a part where it's like she keep they're like she's telling them like five different things at once. Um, so she's like, I know the answer. She's like, mm. I know who killed Dick. Who? Mary Damon. Why do you think it was Mary? Because they were sitting right behind Mary and Hannah in Zaglodona two nights ago when Mary told Hannah she was going to kill Charlie. But it's Dick who's dead. I know that. But if she was going to kill Charlie, then she probably was the one who killed Dick. Don't you think? Can you give us the context of Mary's remark to Hannah? You mean like what else did she say besides wanting to kill Charlie? I don't know. That was a few days ago. And I just know she was real mad at Charlie. And she said she felt like killing him. So she didn't exactly say she was going to kill him. What's the difference? <laughs> she wanted to kill him or she was going to kill him. I mean, everyone in town knows Charlie's dead, too. It's three in the morning, Riles muttered. Why isn't everyone in town in bed? Because this is so exciting. It's better than court TV. Maple has a real-life celebrity now. Who Sharp wanted to know. Mar Mary Damon, of course. I know she wanted to go to Stanford and be somebody, but this way she's loads more famous. And right away, will I get to go to court and testify against her? Do you think there'll be national TV coverage? Why was Mary upset at Charlie? Because he was pissed at her for going out with Dick behind his back. When did Dick go out with Mary? Last week, they went to the Sadie Hawkins dance together. Didn't she tell you? See, I told you she was lying. She must have killed them both. Do you think she'll get the death penalty? She's 18, you know. They should gas her brains out. Dick was a great guy. Gas her brains out. Yeah. <laughs> but you the just way? said he was a dick, Ryle said. He was a total dick, but he had a great body. I mean, he didn't deserve to die. Have you seen his body? Is it all gross? <laughs> Her, okay, the way she talks, and it's partially your performance, but the way she talks reminds me of that I think you should leave sketch where she's like, sitting on the side of the road with these utter tuna cans, nothing but flies sucking our butts. <laughs> it's, I haven't seen it. Oh my God, Lindsay, you have not seen that sketch? I haven't. I haven't watched the show yet. Why? I don't okay. know. Kelly, okay. I have enough on my plate with being depressed. <laughs> okay, I will send it to you, just that sketch, because it's very, 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 very good. It's a girl, uh, it's Vanessa, uh, shit, Vanessa, uh, she used to be on SNL. Uh, Bayer? Bayer. Yeah, Vanessa Bayer narrating what she's putting as her Instagram uh, caption for brunch. Because, <laughs> like, someone says, like, because, um, you know, this is the funniest thing when someone describes a sketch to you. I, uh, I love so, it. So the first person like <laughs> takes a takes a selfie and they're like at brunch with these idiots. And she's like, why would you call me an idiot? And they're like, because whenever you put a picture of yourself looking cute, you have to like undercut yourself. You have to undercut time. yourself. So she's like <laughs> um, sitting with these sacks of me on the side of the road, uh, flies <laughs> sucking our butts. And if we all died, no one would ever care. Throw us in an empty grave. Don't even bury <laughs> us. Like, it's so insane. <laughs> And she keeps doing it. And she's like, look at these utter chodes. Total tuna cans. No one would shed a tear if we died. Total tuna cans. <laughs> it's very, very, very funny. I really recommend it. I it's will have to watch it. Everybody loves that show. And I know it. And I don't know why I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's it's I mean, for me, it's one of the best. Um, it's one of the best. It's maybe the best sketch show out there right now. There you go. <sighs> and there you go. Um. So I'll skip a little bit. But that's the way this girl talks. She's like, yeah, wow, she's have you seen his body? It's totally <laughs> disgusting. Is it messed up? There are bullets in it. It used to be awesome, but I bet now it's gross. <laughs> uh, we're asking you, not testing you. But I told you, I think Charlie's dead. Why don't you ask Mary where she dumped the body? Because Mary doesn't think Charlie's dead. Well, she's lying, you know. Just because she's pretty and everything doesn't mean you should believe what she says. 
Do you believe Hannah was in on these double murders? Riles asked quietly. Linda firmly shook her head. No, Hannah loved her brother. I mean, she was his twin. Twins are supposed to love each other. I read that in my psychology class. (laughs) Also, she comes back like a couple pages or, you know, like 20 pages later. And she's like, I think Hannah and Mary killed both of those guys. Yeah. (laughs) She she just keeps And she's kind of bouncing around everywhere. Yeah, she is. And at the end, like, what is her end? Because the way she... The way she acts at the end is really funny. So so it's like, when were you in the donut shop? Did Hannah say anything to indicate she was mad at either her brother or Charlie? No, Mary was doing all the talking. She said she was going to kill them both. But you said she said she was going to kill Charlie. I told you, I think she killed them both. Wasted the bastards. Now they're bastards. (laughs) Linda brushed away the contradictions. All boys are bastards. At least when they're in high school, all they think about is sex. I know for a fact that Dick had sex with Mary the night of the dance. I saw them doing it out in the school parking lot in the dark and the cold. Well, I saw them kissing like they were about to do it. Other kids saw them too. You can ask them if you don't believe me. Why shouldn't we believe you, Linda Sharp asked. She was annoyed because you keep asking me questions like you think I'm making all this up. I'm not. You know, I didn't have to come up here. It's not like I'm hoping to be on TV tonight or anything. (laughs) TV tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Linda's the best, dude. So blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So I'll just read this part and then I'll skip to her like thing at the end because this cracks me up. Let's try to get back on track, Sharp said. You say Charlie was upset with Mary because she went to the school dance with Dick. Is that correct? I told you, Charlie was pissed. He wanted to kill Mary. Did he? Riles mumbled to himself. But Linda jumped. Is she dead too? Did she commit suicide? Wow, Mary is so dramatic. <laughs> She's so fucking funny, dude. So blah, blah, blah. Trying to get to the end, getting to the end, getting to the end. Oh, yeah. She's so funny at the end. Okay, so getting to the end, but you just said she you didn't know why they went out, Sharp said. Linda was indignant. I did not. Sharp gestured, <laughs> gestured to the recorder. We have it on tape, Linda. She sulked. That's not fair. You use my own words against me. I have the right to remain silent. You cops have violated my constitutional rights. You're worse than the LAPD. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good. She's, I love we, that later they call her a clown. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, she's, she's what a bit of color. <laughs> yeah, we stan a queen. She's Linda. so self obsessed and is just like convinced she knows what's going on. I think she only shows up twice. This but book, she, was, it is uh, some star turns, man. <laughs> star turns. This book was so cinematic. Like, there were so many, like, I could, I was casting her. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. could see the scenes where she was talking and, like, I could see many, many different scenes. I was like, now, let's talk about something I was having trouble visualizing. Yes. Um, because we do have to wrap up soon. True. Um, okay. So, basically, what happens is um, Hannah doses her. So, with the prank, she's like, okay, we're going to pretend that Dick is Dick is going to get a gun with blanks and he's going to pretend to try and shoot you and Charlie and then he's going to like realize he shouldn't have been mean to you or something who knows um she Hannah secretly doses her brother with acid no PCP right yeah which PCP was, with PCP which also feels so 90s <laughs> it feels very 90s doses him with PCP and gives him a or no he, he keeps the blanks gun. She has a gun on herself that she doesn't tell anybody about. Basically, there's like a kerfluffle in the dark. And Hannah, in the chaos, because Mary's like kind of cowering, Hannah kills both of them with her gun and then pretends that they shot each other somehow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know. I I shot the gun, but I I couldn't see anything. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Mary, 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 fucking look at me, Mary, Mary. We need to get rid of these bodies. So let's leave the let's leave this one, the dick body. And we're going to (laughs) pretend we're going to take the Charlie body. We're going to take the Charlie body and pretend that the Charlie body ran away and that the Charlie body's still alive. But what we're going to do is we're going to dump him in this like weird underground river thing that just like goes out. Dump him in a well at an abandoned farmhouse that goes into a river. Yeah. And it'll be fine. I don't think it lets out anywhere. 
So they do that. Then that leads to them going to being encounter encountering the police and being brought in and blah blah blah. And then they go to the cafe afterward and they're freaking out. And then who walks down the street? But Charlie, Charlie. is unwell <laughs> and he's stumbling down the street. And they're and Mary's like, oh, I guess that well did lead out just like in town somewhere. And Hannah's like, fuck, 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 fuck. And she's fuck. like, cool, cool, cool. Well, time um, no. to kill him. She's like, great. This is great. It's so great that like he's alive. Um, because now we can and, make sure that he's dead for real. Yeah, and she's like, but uh, this will be fun. Why don't all three of us? Why don't we head out to the to the, the farm fucking house farm? again? And let's, let's just have a do over. Let's just do it over. And she's like, and you know you're gonna have to do it, right, Mary? And Mary's like, yeah, <laughs> sure. And then Mary figures it out, gets gets the gun away from Hannah, and shoots Hannah. And Hannah's dead. And then Mary gets Charlie back to her house, is like reviving him. Riles and, and Sharp go and find Linda again. Oh, yeah. They talk <laughs> to Linda like, again. Linda, is there somewhere like hidden away that you know of? And she's like, okay, so here are my theories. I have 12 of them. And they're mm-hmm. like, we don't have time for this. And she's like, great. The death comes in pairs blah, 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 blah. Here are the directions to the place. She gives them like 12 different ways to get there. And they're like, Jesus fucking Christ. And she's like, by the way, I think I saw Charlie walking yeah. down the street. And they're like, what? And they're like, how? And she's like, I don't know. And she's like, I don't know. Could have been him, could not have been him. And they're like, why didn't you check? And she's like, I was busy. And they're like, doing what? And she's like, stuff. Yeah, that <laughs> moment, I laughed so hard when she just says stuff. Stuff. So they're like, okay, thanks, Linda. So they go over to Mary's house. Meanwhile, Mary comes downstairs from like petting Charlie on the head and being like, you're going to be better now because Mm -hmm. the thing that stopped the bullet was... St. Christopher medal. Oh, right. It's a St. Christopher medal. She's like, huh, didn't know he was religious. Convenient. Convenient. And then... Oh, wait, no, no. Riles and Sharp have gone to the farmhouse based on Linda's directions and they're like, hmm, pile of ketchup. And we're like, oh, shit. The ketchup thing to me needs to be discussed. Yes. <laughs> because that was what I was having trouble visualizing. I did not. Uh, she like, he- she had been, I mean, he did set it up so she was like playing with ketchup packets at the diner. Yeah. But then like, why would she grab some of them when she had no reason to think that Mary no, she knew. suspected she, her so, yet? So, no, she did know at that moment. So like the, like as they were oh, going out, right. yeah, she knew because- because at the end, she made a comment about the number of bullets fired. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, interesting. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I need to prepare to fake my death. Um, so then there's like a showdown because she had faked her death with ketchup packets, which to me, ketchup just looks so different from blood that. What I, I thought was hilarious was they specifically have a conversation about how it does look like blood for a second. And I was like, mm, OK. Yeah, I know. I was like, okay, Rizzoli Niles, so. <laughs> renew, renew it for another season. How about uh, TNT? Very funny. Just kidding. That's TBS. So <laughs> TNT, very drama. Yeah, <laughs> never not drama. <laughs> never not drama. Always be drama. So they then go to Mary's. Yeah, where Hannah has also shown up with the gun. She's like, okay, well, I'm gonna kill you now. And Mary's like, I'd prefer it if you didn't. Yep. And then Riles and so Rizzoli and Isles knock yeah. on the door. Yeah. And Hannah's like, don't let them in. She's like, what do you want me to do right now? I'm letting them in. Let's them in. <laughs> Hannah hides the gun under a People magazine. Suddenly, they're the most chipper people on the face of the earth. They're like, oh, my God, so great to see you. How have you been since two hours ago when we were suspected of murder? Do you want and- some coffee at this early hour? I don't even know. It's so <laughs> delightful to see you. Anyway, have a seat. <laughs> and and also, the way that Hannah's hiding the gun is like her hand is still there, too. Like, she's holding the gun mm-hmm. under a People magazine, so it looks sketch as hell. And everybody yes. knows that she's got a fucking gun the second they come in. Yeah. And Mary's, like, eyeing her crazed. And mm-hmm. Rizzoli and Isles are, like, hmm, looking at this line of sight. And they're all sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> and then Charlie walks out in a sheet. And he's like, oh, hey. What's and going like, on, everybody? And then he suddenly remembers what happened. And well, he's like, oh, dang. Oh, dang. She shot me. Hannah shot me. 
And everyone's like, oh. Oh. And then Hannah's like, all right, everybody freeze. <laughs> She's like, everybody get on the fucking ground. Get out. And um, they're like, don't do this, Hannah. And and Mary starts trying to talk her down off the ledge. She's like, come on, let's not do this. What are you going to shoot me? And, and Hannah lifts up the gun to her own head. The end of this book was one, fast. Fast. Two, sad. Sad. Three, funny as fuck. Yeah. It was so funny. So... So she like lifts the gun up to her head. Um, Hannah's like, like you said, I was screwed. I have to do it. Mary's sad. Are you sure? Yeah, it's the only way. Mary sniffed. Can I kiss you goodbye? Hannah brightened a faint flash. Not enough. Would you? Yeah. Hannah smiled. She actually closed her eyes and leaned forward. Mary kissed her on the lips. Then she slowly reached up and pulled the gun down. Hannah let her. It was enough after all. Hannah opened her eyes and stared into Mary's. It was worth it. She said softly. Mary was touched, relieved. Really? Hannah nodded and dropped the gun to the floor. I'll talk to the cops. I'll take the blame for everything. I'll talk to my dad. I'll get you into Stanford. Mary hugged her. Hannah. Wow, Charlie muttered. What a day. Riles and Charlie had day. to agree. I so what a fun. night. What a night. <laughs> the what like, a day, what? what a night. I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard like, at what, what a day. <laughs> what a day, what a night. I was like, when you Charlie guys. Walks out and goes, huh, hey, she shot me. Yeah, I know. After not remembering what had happened the night before. Oh, um, man. And this is why I think if this book were written today, and I know like I'm like kind of obsessing on this, but I think also because of the way the book ends um, with, and I know that we get the sentence, right, of like that kind of helps us not feel so icky about how it goes is uh mary being like hannah don't give me this like i'm i'm doing this because i'm gay thing because like i know tons of like well-adjusted lesbians like this is not because you're gay you're this doing is, this because you're unhinged you're doing this because you're a loon and you wanted to kill your brother yeah and you wanted to kill your brother so that was so, like with that one sentence it's like okay i can just a big breath of relief however the way it does end um, is really sad. Like it's mm -hmm. like this. This the one gay character is like okay. Luckily for you, like all of these confusing thoughts and feelings, I'm gonna go away with them to somewhere else, and I'll fix your life. That was and so funny. She's like, "I'll get you into Stanford." It's like, I know. All right. I was like, "How? <laughs> How?" That's really nice that you think that in this moment, Hannah. Let's focus on other things, though. Yeah. Um. But. I yeah I think if this were made today I think we would see maybe Mary being a little bit more torn about this situation of being like damn we did have something but also you are a murderer and I cannot meet you there mm -hmm. so I think it thankfully like I think for the 90s this is like pretty progressive um and I think it's like pretty easy tweaks to bring this to to now yeah for sure. And um, also because there are so many different kinds of uh, queer representation that it's not just this like crazy, evil, sick or yeah. dead thing. Yeah. I mean, not as much as could be, but, you know, we're progress, sure. progress, progress. Because I mean, I'd love to see some more just like happy gay stories mm -hmm. instead of like, you know, one dies or, you know, just sad longing. Mm hmm. There definitely, it's like there's more queer representation in the characters, but not in the love stories. No, not in the love stories. So, no, yeah, that no. definitely, definitely has yeah. a long way to go. But this would be an easier book to write with more, more of Hannah's story in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then the other thing that I was having trouble visualizing was when they were like, how come you could see everything in the dark? And she's like, oh, it was like oh, very yeah. deus, ex deus ex night vision goggles. Because she's like, I have these <laughs> night glasses and they work. That's it. I lost I, them. Yeah. And then I put them in my jacket and then it was fine. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. okay. I mean, sure. Fine. That felt like a, I do this often where like if I'm writing something and I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't explain that. I'll just, I'll just do like one sentence and it'll be fine. Like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I liked this book a lot. Um, and honestly, like, I would love to see it as a movie. 
Like yes. I could see it being like a Netflix thing. Like, you know, I think it would be I, really I cool. was actually going to say I could see this being one of the episodes of The Midnight Club. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the story though a lot. people don't talk about this one as much, I think, because it's like such a straightforward story. Yeah. There's no supernatural elements um, or anything. But it's really well written. Uh, really yeah. an enjoyable read. And I really loved all the characters. So I recommend reading this book. Um, thank you so much to all of our listeners. Um, thank you. A very special thank you to our Patreon producers. Uh, thank you, Amanda Nengel. Sorry, it won't open. <laughs> it's okay. Ann Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Brian Petty II. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny. Emily Pooley. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Grace Armstrong. Jeremy Cronk. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jonathan Venable. Jordan Colwick. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Katie Lilly. Katie Goldsner. Kelly Burns. Christina. Landry Desmond. Laura Hooper. Lonnie Martin. Luke Bartek. Mandalay Wolschlager. Marco Pavlicich. Melody. Megan Lozier. Mikey Eunice. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly Marks. Oscar Gallegos. Randy Klett. Rashad Black. Rogue Kalahua. Sersha Descaro. Sarah. Sarah Jaggers. Sarah Nichelle. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Shannon Pickens. Sydney Bollinger. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Valdez. And Wendy Bartos. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you guys. And thank you so much really to do. all of our listeners. Did we shout out the Patreon? Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. Yeah. And you can follow us on social media at Teen Creeps Pod. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Tell a friend about us. Wear a mask. Uh, keep keep your distance. Here comes that second wave. Wee. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to your relatives about election fraud. <laughs> yeah. Black lives matter. Trans lives matter. And keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.